This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It's hour two. We are absolutely jammed. Live in L.A., it's The Hurt. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. J-Mac and I gave you the Lions last night. Really, really set it top of last hour. Uh, Eric Mangini is going to be joining us in five minutes. Um, What I really liked about last night is very good NFL teams. You see Mahomes do this. Burrow does this. Brady did this. Peyton Manning did this. You feel each other out. You feel each other out. Then you then you get late fourth quarter, mid-fourth quarter, and the good teams are like, fellas, I saw New England do this 100 times. Fellas, we need a 10-play, six-minute drive. Keep the star quarterback on the bench. Let's go. And that's what Detroit did. Detroit's history is somebody does that to them. They don't do that. And that, that, that nine-play drive, that was physical, power football. The quarterback makes a couple of big throws, and it's like, well-schemed, power football. That's not what Detroit's done in my lifetime. That's what really good teams do. That, that late fourth-quarter drive, Mahomes has lived off it. Okay, boom, 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 three passes, one run, you're in. Detroit's interesting. Yeah. Well, I was about to think dang time because the, the prior, like, six drives for Detroit did nothing. No. I, like, what, what are we doing here, guys? I didn't think Stuck they, in the mud. Listen, they won and didn't play that great. But no. now Kansas City, you know, Travis Kelsey – Matters. A win is a win. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, you know I love this. We spend hours, make calls. We do what we have to do to provide economic stability for America. Our first 2023 Blazing Five. That's a hot one. Let's blaze it up. Fire it up. It's Collins Blazing Five. 49ers at Steelers. I'm taking Pittsburgh plus two and a half. They ended last season on a four-game winning streak and won their last five games when Kenny Pickett was healthy. T.J. Watt returns. They were eight and two when he was healthy. They've got young emerging stars on offense due to the Steelers. Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Jalen Warren, Darnell Washington. It is a stacked roster. 
We just don't know what pick it is. But this defense in the last seven weeks crushed people, suffocated offense. I can argue it can go toe-to-toe with the Niners as the league's best defense. Meanwhile, San Francisco, D'Amico Ryans, the D.C. is gone. George Kittle may not play. Brock Purdy, a lot of noise at quarterback. This is a tough spot for them. Steelers win. I'll take the points. 24-23. to I'm taking Pittsburgh. Jaguars at Colts. I'm taking the Colts plus four and a half. Divisional home underdog, 7-0 against the spread. Week one, last five years. Shane Steichen's a great coach. We don't know what they are. It's the element of surprise. Jags play Kansas City next week. Home underdogs, divisional rivals. I like them. By the way, Shaq Leonard's back. They're always better when he's around. Their offensive line is ranked 10th. I think they can ball control it. Element of surprise. I love Shane Steichen. The Jags, by the way, were not a good favorite last year. Five times they were. They were 1-5 as a favorite under Peterson. Their O-line's a bit of a mess. You can run the football on them. Last year, everybody did. And running quarterbacks had great success. Last year, they allowed the fourth most rushing yards to quarterbacks in the entire league. Anthony Richardson, maybe the best running quarterback in the league. We may know that by the late afternoon. I'm going to take the upset of the weekend. Colts win 24-23. to Eagles at Patriots. Taking Bill Belichick at home as a dog plus four. By the way, he's 16-7 week one. As a head coach, 16 and second record. He's a very good opening coach. Bill O'Brien now. They got a real OC. They add Zeke, Juju Smith-Schuster, Mike Gesicki. They're not stars in their prime, but they're productive players. New England returns 19 of 22 starters. And their defense, what's new? Top three in sacks and picks. That's what that defense does. The Eagles lost both coordinators. Listen, they got guys to replace. A T.J. Edwards, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, Miles Sanders, uh, Hargrave. They got a lot of people. Coordinators gone. A lot of guys out. I think the Eagles win close. It's a very interesting game, but I'm taking the points. Patriots cover. Eagles win, though, 27-26. Dolphins at Chargers. The only favorite I like this weekend. I like the Chargers minus three. Kellen Moore's a difference maker. Dolphins don't know what they're getting. Their O-line is the ninth best in the league. Rashawn Slater, great left tackle from Northwestern returns. So does Joey Bosa, by the way, and J.C. Jackson. Quentin Richardson, rookie receiver, had a great camp. Justin Herbert is outstanding. Protection's hit and miss, and now the O-line is young in their prime and healthy. The defense, when Brandon Staley had his guy healthy, Top three scoring defense last five weeks of the year. Meanwhile, Miami. I don't like their offensive line situation. Left tackle Teron Armstead hasn't practiced. He's not playing. And I didn't like the O-line when he was playing. This is a tough spot. Long travel. The only favorite I like. Chargers win 28-23. to Cowboys at Giants. Give me the G-men. By the way, do you know they were the best team in the league last year against the spread? Day Bowl is a dog, 13-4, dog barking here. Darren Waller will help the tight end spot. Rookie Jalen Hyatt, I think, is explosive. He's a rookie receiver. Keep your eye on both. Daniel Jones at home last year. Young quarterbacks are often better at home. He's pretty good at home. 94 passer rating, 16 TDs, three picks. The Cowboys, 
We're a 500 team on the road. Kellen Moore's gone. I got a Tyron Smith left tackle issue and a Tyler Smith left guard issue. I don't love this staff. I think the best coach on the staff is their defensive coordinator. I do not buy that Daniel Jones and the Giants are regressing. Dable, year two with Daniel Jones and better weapons, is a better Daniel Jones. He may have a ceiling. Giants, shock America. I'm taking the hook, three and a half. They beat the Cowboys 27 to 24. What is that wow you just uttered? A mild surprise. I have an amazing note for you. I haven't seen this anywhere on Eagles Patriots. Do you want it now or save it for later? No, give it to me right now. So uh, who was the Patriots OC last year? You remember him, the rocket scientist? Mike. uh, Matt Patricia. Yeah, Matt Patricia. You know where he is now? Where? Eagles senior defensive assistant coach. Yeah, they got him out of the building, thank God. They got him out of New England. (laughs) So now you got to face Mac Jones in the opener, Belichick, and you have a guy who spent, what, 15 years in New England? Knows all the tendencies of Belichick, Mac Jones. Oh, boy. I, I love that note. Matt Patricia? That's the game changer. He knows the offense. You don't think that's... They hired him because they faced the NFC, AFC. Hat on backward, Matt Patricia is going to change the game. Okay. Okay. We'll see. Eagles. Eagles crush the Patriots. He's a rocket scientist, though. That is something That's something I couldn't do. Uh, Eric Mangini, my guy. Fox Sports. We try to be nice to coaches, but I... I, I'm going to say that... That that didn't seem too nice in that segue. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Matt. Okay, so I said, in my life, good teams, this is what they do. Seven minutes left, eight minutes left. Guys, put the hard hats on. Eat some clock. Get down into the end zone. That's what Detroit did. That drive was like, oh, wow. Super Bowl champs on the road. Didn't think Detroit played that well. That, that's what's what stood, stood out to me. Like, the physicality, I was like, wow. What did you make of that drive? I, I, I love that drive, and I think you're, that's going to be the Detroit brand. And even when they're running outside runs, where a lot of teams will just try to get edges on guys, they were getting bodies on, on the Kansas City defensive line. And it just looks different than the other way that that people run stretch runs. Now, now we got to give the Lions' defense a bunch of credit. In the second half, now they stopped them on two third and twos and a third and one. And to me, that's the difference in the game. And it wasn't it wasn't just the third and two and third and one, but they had second and two and and uh, second and one as well. So those those three stops defensively in short yardage situations. And the long drive really is the difference in the game. Um, you know, most people don't draft pocket quarterbacks. Next year's draft class, there's like six, seven first-round draft pick quarterbacks, they say. All but one moves. But I was saying this earlier, you know, I know everybody wants – life now is very fluid and evolving and fluctuating and change. But Brady just retired and he didn't move. And but Garoppolo didn't and got to a Super Bowl, and Stafford doesn't, and Goff doesn't. And it's like, you know, Eric, if my car goes point A to point B, I don't need a moonroof. Like, simplicity's okay. Stay in the pocket. Don't throw picks and move the chains. I'm a Goff fan. I don't know. I watched last night. You give him time, I think he throws one of the better balls in the league. Am I nuts? I, I really like him, and I like this story a lot. He, he essentially gets thrown away in, in the trade. And now he like like the Lions, he's reinventing himself to, to some degree and proving himself in 
in a sea of, of people who don't believe that, that he can be that successful and, and feel like he was the reason that the Rams were being held back. I thought he made a, a ton of good throws, thought he extended some plays and, and, and allowed him to make plays moving a little bit. I know that's not his forte, but he did he did do some of that. And and there were some gutsy plays, too, where he took some hits to, to get the ball off. I, I He fits this team really well. And, and he's one of those stories, just like the team, that you're you're cheering for. Um, so my takeaway on the Chiefs was, uh, Eric, I thought their defense, without Chris Jones, created a pass rush against the good old line, batted passes down. I think Kansas City's defense is really interesting, really young, a lot of players moving into their prime. Um, I think here's what I worry about at the trade deadline. Could they go get a veteran receiver? If Tampa's bad and they're selling parts, go get a Chris Godwin. Go get a two. Get somebody. I do think you could see without Travis Kelsey last night, boy, Eric, that's a young receiving core. There's not a guy I trust on third down. I think they're going to have to go get something. That's what it felt like to me at the trade deadline. They gotta, I just didn't trust any of their receivers in the second half. I don't think that that's going to be the case. And and look, they lost the game, and they didn't have their best defensive player. They didn't have their best offensive player. Two guys that are not not only the best on their team, but some of the best in the league. They've got another defensive lineman who's suspended for six games that that, that they're going to get back. And with with some of those drops, where we're saying the drops, they were pretty hard catches for those guys to to, to make. So. You're, you're dealing with a new offensive coordinator. It is a young receiving group. But Patrick Mahomes has shown, after Tyreek Hill left, that he can he can manage that. He can he can grow the group, and they can create chemistry. And without Kelsey, it's just so different. Detroit was able to play man-to-man coverage and, and lock down receivers at a bunch of different times. Yeah. Where if you're trying to single up Kelsey, you can't do that. They, they were able to do things with Kelsey out that teams aren't going to be able to do the second he comes back. So uh, a game to me that's really interesting, and I and I don't know if it'll be appealing or aesthetically pleasing, because I don't know what we have at quarterback, but I cannot wait to unwrap this Christmas present. It's not the biggest under the tree, but it's got a weird sound when you shake the box. Jordan Love, Justin Fields. I don't know what I'm getting out of this thing. Uh, I do know one's going to have a better run game and an O-line, which means Jordan Love's going to have more help. That's my takeaway is Jordan's going to have more help. Your takeaway on this game. I like the Chicago Bears. I, I told you a while ago, the amount of, of moves that they made in the offseason, whether it's at receiver, tight end, running back, Justin Fields improved not not a crazy amount in every category, but he improved in every single category. They went and picked up two really good inside linebackers that shelf them a lot. The 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 Bears are going to surprise a, a lot of people. And then with with Green Bay, who knows where Jordan Love is? He should be in a really great spot during the preseason. I was encouraged by the way that that he ran the team and then the the procedure. But it it's a it's a big what if in Green Bay, and there's a lot of exciting stuff going on in Chicago. I think Chicago is going to make a ton of noise in that division. Wow. Okay, the other game that's interesting is the best 1 o'clock game. So San Francisco, um, it's just these rosters. You, If you just did a Pro Bowl team on defense and you just took the Steelers roster and the Niners <laughs> roster, I think it could be better than the rest of the league. I mean, it's just nothing but talent. And then we have two young quarterbacks, Pickett and Purdy. So they're kind of mirror images of each other, right? Like – 
smart, respected coaches, stacked defenses, um, some nice offensive weapons for both. Um, are you a fan of Pickett? Greg Cosell likes him. I'm, I don't know what he is. What do you make of Kenny Pickett? Well, it, it's hard to get super excited about him. Early in the season, he, he threw the majority of his picks, and that came down as the season went on, and, and they won a bunch of games at the end. But he didn't produce a lot offensively. It wasn't like he his yeah. picks came down and his touchdowns skyrocketed. His touchdowns were, were were pretty average throughout the course of the season. Now he should be significantly better in in year two, but I don't think the Steelers are going to ask him to do a ton. I think they're I think that they're going to do a really good job of managing him, making sure that he he does the things that he does really well. And limiting limiting his downside, and and that's going to be the key, and let the defense win the games, and and let him continue to grow. You know, I've I've, I've said this before: uh, the longer somebody is at a job and they're good, uh, every year you should be better. I've said I could run Microsoft for six days. In six months, I'd screw it up. In six years, they're bankrupt. <laughs> but I could fool people for six days. So Brian Dable's really good. You know Brian Dable. And everybody thinks yep. the Giants are going to dovetail. I'm like, time out. I saw what Dable did the more time he was with Josh Allen. Let's not pretend that Daniel Jones has no talent. He's big, strong, mobile, and throws a decent – he's a bigger, stronger Alex Smith. There's something there. My takeaway on the team, Giants host the Cowboys, the team in this league that everybody's sure is just going to fall off a cliff is the Giants. And I'm like, do you trust Dable? I do. So my takeaway is, I think Daniel Jones will be better this year. What's your takeaway, Cowboys, Giants, and, and Daniel Jones and Dable? Well, Daniel Jones will be better, and, and Brian Brian is is really good. He's creative. He's thoughtful. He's a, he's an excellent teacher. He's worked on defense, so so he can teach the offense from a, a completely different perspective than, than a lot of head coaches and a lot of offensive coordinators. My, my concern isn't that their team will, will be better. I think they will, but the challenges they have are, are pretty ridiculous. The, the schedule in, in the early part of the season, I think it's three games in the first 11, 11 uh, days, and then, what is it, like seven out of ten games are on the road. Some, some ridiculous number that made you think that New York was mad at the Giants when, it, when they put the schedule together. And, and you're also dealing with different expectations. People are going to treat you radically different than, than last year where they were able to sneak up on, on people. And they, they added some pieces, but it's not like they had a dramatic overhaul or influx of talent. They just had to pay the talent that was there a lot more money. So, so will they be better? Yes, but the, the, the scheduling and expectations and things like that are, are going to be hard to overcome for them especially early in the season. So one of the games, it's, it's weird how this league works. Um, like the Niners are a bad matchup for the Rams, but the Rams have the Super Bowl. The Browns have given the Bengals a lot of trouble. And my guess is, you're in Cleveland, is that Miles Garrett with that O-line, they Joe Burrow just has to throw the ball faster. You know, it's just his rhythm gets a little off with Cleveland. I haven't watched every snap of those games, but there is something about matchups in this league. I could ask you about that. There are teams sometimes that aren't great. You just don't. Your personnel doesn't match up. A lot of people like Cleveland this weekend. 
You know a lot about this team. Your thoughts on Cleveland Bengals matchup? Yeah, I, I agree. It, it hasn't been a great matchup for Cincinnati, just like Cincinnati usually does a great job against Kansas City. This this is another one of those games that, that's so intriguing because where's Deshaun Watson? And and we talk about Aaron Rodgers. We, we talk about Russell Wilson. Deshaun Watson is 28 years old trying to ju- rejuvenate his career. And his numbers, the last year that he played a full season, were really impressive. So he's got a full off season. He's got... He's played in six games. He's not dealing with the off-the-season issues. If, if he's anywhere close to what he was where the last time he played a full season, the Browns are going to be a tough out against anybody, and, and they should go to the playoffs. They, they, they should. They've got a great running game. They've got a great offensive line. And, and the expectations for him aren't very high uh, across the board. He, if, if he's close... This team is gonna is gonna be a problem for everybody they face. Finally, uh, I talked to somebody uh, yesterday about. He made a very good point on Aaron Rodgers. He said Aaron knows when the lights are on. If you think Monday he's gonna struggle, this is gonna be showtime. The Tony Awards, a Knicks playoff game. Aaron's gonna <laughs> show up, ball, and be totally engaged. Watch out, Buffalo. And I'm like, yeah, I don't like that old line. I don't like the Jets old line. And somebody said, well, they're healthy in week one. You'll, you'll be good for a week. Just tell me what you expect. Aaron Rodgers, Monday night football, bright lights. What do you expect? I, I expect Aaron Rodgers to be really good. I expect this team to be really good. The, a, a pissed off Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is exactly what you want. He, he's pissed off. He's motivated. Every time he's been in that situation, look, he's won two out of the last three MVPs. It's it's a it's a great scenario. He's engaged with the team. He's he's what they always wanted in Green Bay. He is being that for New York, and and unfortunately, some of it might be a little bit just a rub Green Bay's face in it. But he's he's going to make this this right. And with the talent that the Jets have on defense, the three running backs that they have, it it's a really good situation for New York, and I. I would expect him to beat Buffalo Monday night. Wow. Wow. Hey, by the way, if that happens, Stephon Diggs drama, they laid an egg against the Bengals, now you lose to Aaron. That's it. Leslie Frazier bailed. Ken Dorsey got heat. So that, that would create some drama for Buffalo. All right, Eric Mangini, good to see you as always. Be nice if you came out to Los Angeles once in a while. And <laughs> plane tickets. Delta's a fine I, airline. It, you know, they fly out I, here. I can't wait to get that invite from my good friend. All right. <laughs> good seeing you as always. <laughs> All right. Take care. All right. How about that? Jets over the Bills. Why are you surprised? He coached the Jets. Well, the Bills are favored on the road. They're a good team. They're, they're good. Uh, by the way, I got to give him credit. He's the one who put me on the Browns this summer. Uh, I think I hosted for you. You were out you know, gallivanting around the country. And um, Mangini came on and was like, listen, Keep an eye on the Browns, Jason. They're my my sleeper in the AFC, and um, I like them a lot in Week One. 
That was a work vacation I was on. Oh, okay. Labor intensive. <laughs> Look at that's what you react to. Nothing yes. about Vanjini and the Browns. Labor intensive. You took that personal. One more herd? The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This fall as you settle back into a busier routine... Your home may be sitting vulnerable. Go to simplysafecolin.com, 20% off a new system. No safe like Simply Safe. J Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. We've talked a lot about the Chiefs today, obviously, and their loss last night. But the Travis Kelsey story seems to be positive as that the team is optimistic. Kelsey will be ready for the Week 2 matchup against the Jaguars. They really missed him last night. That's obvious to anybody who watched the game. Um, it looks like we have a look-ahead line of Chiefs minus 3 in Jacksonville. Now, that could obviously change depending if there's injuries in the Jacksonville Colts game. Trevor Lawrence goes down or something. Um, here's the weird thing, Colin. Even with Kelsey, how good does this offense look? Well, it takes the offensive lineman a while to get settled. 
Um, I still have Reed, Mahomes, Kelsey. I think Sky Moore is a really talented guy. I think he'll. I think, and I think Tony will not play that poorly again. But I disagree with Eric Mangini. I think they need a veteran. Listen, Juju Smith-Schuster was a productive NFL guy. Came in here, and in big games, he again he delivered, even in the Super Bowl. I feel like they're just too young at wide receiver. And by the way, at the trade deadline, and I use Tampa. Tampa starts one and five. Chris Godwin. They're not going to keep Evans and Godwin if they're trying to restructure and 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 I go get a Chris Godwin type of player. I'm not talking a one, but when healthy, a, Chris Godwin would go to Andy Reid and Mahomes, and you'd be like, boy, he was really good. He was often very good when healthy with Tom Brady. So Kelsey is 33. I didn't realize that. Turned 34 in October, uh, like about a month from now. So it's like. He's getting up there in age. Yeah. And the receiving cord, just uninspiring. Can that be a word? Uh, does that work? I mean, Useful, just... unproven. Unproven. Yeah, it is one week. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Settle down, Chiefs fans. I know you're upset. All right, let's move on to uh, Aaron Rodgers, who is coming off a uh, poor statistical season. The worst of his career. Just 217 yards per game with the young guys last year, Watson and Dobbs. Um uh, 91.1 passer rating. He's confident he'll rebound. He doesn't feel like he has anything to prove in this long-anticipated Jets debut. Here's Aaron Rodgers. I'm not looking at this like I have to bounce back or do anything special, he said Thursday. I just have to play the way I know how to play. I've been working my rear end, I'll say that, off for the last six months to try to put a better product on the field than last year, and I expect to. I, who thinks Aaron Rodgers has something to prove? Well, he didn't have a very good year. They missed the playoffs last year. So it's it's all his fault? Well, nobody said that, but Aaron Rodgers, star quarterbacks in average divisions, don't miss the playoffs much. Average divisions? The Vikings were 13 and 4. Yeah, but the the Bears were nonsense and the Lions were an emerging team. The Lions beat them twice. (laughs) Rodgers struggled against them in both games. But he has nothing to prove. This isn't like uh, Russell Wilson falling off a cliff. I think this is energized. I think Brady was energized in Tampa. Like, he, it's a start I think Aaron's been energized. Media, he's been great. Going to stuff at night. Like, he's out doing stuff. Wait, he lost Devontae Adams. Kind of a big deal. Well, if, Why maybe, we maybe if that? he had communicated better. You think that you think Adams going to the Raiders is on is on Rodgers? I don't know about that. Well, and by I, the way, they got When Darryl you keep Wilson talking about retirement for a year, Devontae Adams acknowledged when he left, I didn't know what Aaron was doing. That's why Dave Wanstat told me this years ago. Keep it to yourself. You don't have to show every meal on Twitter and don't talk about retirement because the team looks at you and thinks, am I going to be here? Is he going to be here? Devontae admitted when he left, I didn't know what the future for Aaron was. If Aaron's like, I'll be a Packer for life, you think about it differently. What do you have against me posting lobster risotto on Instagram? Uh, Did you really? I might have. I like posting food. I like eating, don't you? All day. Yeah, so what's wrong with taking a picture of it? And well, is it a flex or is it just like a, hey, here I am eating dinner? I tell my wife all the time. We were in Rhode Island. This is our latest example. And we were having lobster. And I'm thinking, and I said to her, I said, right now, I'm eating as well as any American. Linguini and lobster and a glass of vino. I'm like, you could be the richest person in the world. You're not eating better than I am right now. No. Pasta, a little local place in Rhode Island in the water. Lobster, pasta, and a nice glass of red. I was like, how lucky lucky are we? I don't need to post that. Hey, America, you're eating at Mickey D's. I'm over here like, you know, lobster guy. When was the last time you hit a Mickey D's drive-thru, by the way? 
Oh, I listen. I've knocked down a few Chick Fil A. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Chick Fil A. Just not uh, on Sundays. They're not open on Sundays. Yeah, too. That's that hurts. The waffle fries—they're amazing. Uh, all right. Final story: 49ers and Steelers this weekend. Big game on Fox. Patrick Peters is doing some trash talking. Uh, went to on the All Things Covered podcast and is confident that he and the Steelers have Brock Purdy figured out, even predicting he will pull off an interception. Take a listen to Patrick Peterson. So wait a minute. So you, 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 you got a little insight on just from your film study telling oh, yeah. signs on when they're going to do certain things already? Oh, come on, Matt. You, been, you, you, you got your cheat code ready? Come on, Matt. You watched them before. <laughs> <laughs> when I get my pick Sunday, we'll talk about it. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> I don't really know what to say about that. I mean, he's, he's a good player. Patrick Peterson's a great player. I grew up watching him and everything. I was obviously from Arizona. He played for the Cardinals and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's the competitive nature, I guess, of football. So, we'll see. Wow. Not not his comment. Brock Purdy's a hat backwards guy. Oh, no. Didn't love that. You're, you're vehemently against the hat backwards. Well, I don't like it. I'm trying to see how many picks. Oh, Purdy threw four interceptions last year might in nine well, games. Might as well double it now. Can't even double get the hat on. Well, right. you know Patrick Peterson likes to do a little jaw jacking. He runs his mouth. He how, was having fun last year. Look in at Pittsburgh's defense. Dude, it's like there's Hall of Famers on that puppy. Mink has got a shot. Hayward's going to be in. TJ Watt's going to be in. They got dudes. And Tomlin's a great defensive coach. Yeah. That is that is a roster. And their, their offense is young. They got dudes there. Warren. Uh, Fryermuth, a tight end. Who is she dropping all these names? I, I, I have so many notes. Oh, here it is. Kyle Shanahan in season openers. One in five against the spread. Maybe his teams take some time to get ramped up. Remember Belichick famously, September's like a incubation period where he's seeing who's got what and moving guys around. Um, Who do you like? Oh, I'm all over Pittsburgh. Not my biggest play of the weekend, but a significant one. Uh, if, if the Niners win this one, I'll come in a little downtrodden tomorrow. Okay. Or Monday. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. So this is such a, you know, it, I, <clears throat> it was one of those things. I went to bed. I had to do a podcast after the game last night. So I was in bed by about 9.20, woke up at 3.20. Couldn't go back to sleep. I was so fired up. Just just watching highlights, watching them over again. This is a great time. It's, not, it's not, not like I don't, you know, the summers are great. I almost look in our business. Like an accountant, you know, April's big for an accountant. I almost look like I, I have two careers. My first career is Labor Day until mid-February. And then there's the other stuff. I mean, I like the NBA playoffs. I love the draft. But I feel, don't you feel like kind of six months, I am literally, I don't even watch streaming shows. Like it's over. Yeah. In the summer, I take vacation. I watch streaming shows. I golf a little. I, you know... I realized how locked in I was on the drive to work. I saw a, a billboard that said Equalizer 3, the Denzel Washington series. Did you see Equalizer 1 or 2? Nope. Amazing. I mean, it's really better than John Wick. And then I saw Equalizer 3, and it said September 1st. I was like, a week ago, a really good movie opened. I didn't even know they were making a third one. And I'm way behind like you on the streaming shows. It's tough. There's so much football information to consume. Yeah, I mean, literally Sunday, Monday, and Thursday, I'm out. And then, by the way... I love college football. Yeah. So, I mean, basically, Friday night, tonight, Rager. I mean, I'm going to be in a, uh, uh, oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, I, I'm put dancing shoes on tonight. Really? Are you going to go to that uh, that place <laughs> I, over by the airport that is? Uh... No. Okay. 
a men's establishment? No, no okay. I don't do that. But I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know what? I gotta tonight, ask, you know? Tonight, second glass of vino. Wow. Yeah. Wait, are you a white uh, Chardonnay no. kind of guy? Or? No. No. Not, no. No. Like you? Ha- no. I had to ask. I don't- Be sure to catch live editions of the Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis, and together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right, Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show, heard weekdays from five to seven Eastern, two to four Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a head. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The NFL regular season kicks off Sunday on Fox with a huge doubleheader. First, Christian McCaffrey and the 49ers take on the Steelers or other regional action. Then in America's Game of the Week, Jordan Love leads the Packers against Justin Fields and the Bears. Where the Rams battle the Seahawks, it all kicks off Sunday on Fox. 
You know how reality TV, nobody confuses it for like MASH or Cheers or The Sopranos, but it can be entertaining. It can be interesting. Uh, I love Daredevils, Evil Knievel, High Wire Acts, but it's not classic sports. But it does get me to a television. That's the Bears Packers. This is not going to be Burrow and Mahomes. It's not going to be Aikman and uh, Montana, Brady Manning. But Jordan Love against Justin Fields, I'm interested. What is Jordan Love? And can Justin Fields, from the pocket, that's how you win Super Bowls, deliver strikes? The line is perfect. Vegas doesn't know what to do with it. Bears minus one to one and a half. They they don't know what to do with it. Um, Here's where I can get the arguments. The Sharps, the wise guys, like Green Bay. Uh, I stayed away from it because I just I don't like going into a game and having no idea what I get at quarterback. I think Justin Fields is going to work, and my guess is in this game, the advantage Green Bay has is they have three crucial elements that always help young quarterbacks. An offensive coach always helps a young quarterback if he's capable. Matt LaFleur is capable. Bears have a defensive coach. A very good offensive line and pass protection. Bears O-line, not nearly as good as the Packers. PFF ranks the Packers O-line at eighth. And a good run game. Well, Green Bay's got Aaron Jones. Um, He's a star. He's better than any Chicago Bears running back. So Jordan Love is going to have a lot of elements that help quarterbacks. A winning offensive coach, a proven running game that can be explosive, and excellent protection. Maybe the Bears provide that. They don't have an offensive coach, but maybe they don't. It feels like, once again, Justin Fields will have to make things happen, and I don't feel like Jordan Love will have to make things happen. I think he can make a couple of plays, manage it well. I do worry about the Packers' youth. Uh, Romeo Dobbs, a kid, both their tight ends, rookies. Christian Watson emerged late in the year as a star, but that was with Aaron Rodgers. Is he going to be a star with Jordan Love? I have no idea. But... um, That, to me, is, I don't think it's going to be an aesthetic masterpiece. You know, it's not going to be Burrow Mahomes or uh, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. It's not going to be one of those all-time shootouts. But there's something there that intrigues me. Um, You know, I did my Blazing Five earlier. A lot of times, the way I feel about week one, like, for instance, Jacksonville, I think, has a chance to be a number one seed. I think they're going to lose to the Colts. The Colts could be a five-win team. It's circumstantial. The Colts are a dog. They're at home. Element of surprise. Uh, I do not like uh, the defensive front for Jacksonville's hit and miss, and I do like Anthony Richardson's legs and the O-line for the Colts. So, again, a lot of times, like, for instance, I think San Francisco has a higher ceiling potentially because of Kyle Shanahan's play calling than the Steelers. But in Pittsburgh, Brock Purdy had elbow surgery. Kittle may not play. Rebuilding right side O-line against that Steeler defense. Tomlin, a great underdog coach, especially at home. I like Pittsburgh to beat San Francisco. If they played after Thanksgiving or if they ever met, uh, you know, later in the year with a playoff implications on the line, I would probably take San Francisco. I said this during the break. We talked about the Rams Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are going to have a much better season than the Rams. I think... Cooper Cup goes on the IR. Stafford takes a couple of extra hits. They may go into tank mode, soft tank mode. But in week one, 
Stafford's healthy. McVay, an offensive coach, element of surprise. Cam Akers, Tyler Higby, Van Jefferson. Right, you know, there's some the, the old line, as long as it's healthy and it is week one, is more than capable. I think the Rams could push back on Seattle and make it very, very close. Possible win, doubt it, but they can make it close. Um, but if they met in week seven or eight, Rams have a lot of older players on offense. They could get dinged up. They could be moving you know, into next year. Seattle is a young team. Young teams tend to get hurt less, and when they get hurt, they recover faster. So I think a, a team that I think is very interesting is Seattle. I think Seattle's really young. They're going to make mistakes. They'll play 100 miles an hour. Pete Carroll's teams do. But Seattle's got a lot of young guys. Geno Smith, he's going to sit in the pocket behind that emerging O-line. Good tackles they drafted last year. They got another running back. They're going to do a lot of running, protecting Geno Smith. I think Seattle's built to be really good after Thanksgiving. Young team, Pete's coaching, getting better. Young players getting better and snaps. Uh, I, I think, you know, the other team that I think is fascinating that I just do not understand, like, coaching matters a lot in this league. Even, you know, it's it's 30 to 40%. It's not the quarterback. Everybody's selling the New York Giants. I don't get it. Dayball is a top five offensive coach. Who are the top five offensive coaches? Sean Payton, Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan, McVay. We can argue about five. Brian Dayball is really impressive. So he's not Sean McVay, he's not Shanahan, he's not Andy Reid, he's not Peyton. Then you get into that 5-6 spot. There's an argument Dayball is one of the smartest guys in the league. The Chargers wanted to hire him, didn't, should have maybe. Uh, Mangini told me years ago that he knew Dayball, he's like, he's going to be a star. He totally turned Josh Allen into, not a bust, but an undisciplined mess into an MVP-level player. This idea that Daniel Jones, who last year had a better passer rating than Aaron Rodgers, is somehow going to dovetail into a mess, it's like, no. The O-line at right tackle and center and guard looks to be getting better. Andrew Thomas, elite left tackle. Darren Waller. Barkley's ready to go. They have a rookie receiver people like. It's like, I think the Giants, I think there's a ceiling. I don't get the Giants' take. They're falling off a cliff. Um, just don't get it. Just don't, and, and again, week one, you're going to have every year there is a shocker in week one. My guess is Colts over the Jacks. I could be totally wrong. I don't think it's a shocker if Mike Tomlin and the Steelers at home beat the Niners. Everybody's got a shocker. I'm going to go with Colts over the Jacks. And I said it in the summer and I stuck with it. Now, I said a lot of things in the summer, like Atlanta stinks. And now I have them wedging into the playoffs. That was, I was high on the Rams. And then I stopped drinking. And so, you know, Rams liked out. Cooper Cup injury, really out. And uh, Falcons, they've broken my heart. And then I looked at the schedule. I listened to people. You know, I know you guys all think I have opinions and I'm not flexible. But you talked me into the Giants last year. I'm trying to talk you into them this year. You just sold all your stock. Remember how I got you off the Rams this year? Well, it was, it was a couple things. I thought their preseason was a disaster. No. I thought they had the, I thought they had the worst preseason. Yeah. I mean, they just they couldn't get their O line right. They had injuries. Um, you know who we're going to be talking about on Monday? Who? The Atlanta Falcons. Just a tease for headlines in the final hour. Hour three next. It's Freddie Prince Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.